<laughs> What's going on? I think we're live. Uh, we're going to be talking about all kinds of crazy things. We're going to fish up Jessica Jones season one. We're going to be talking about a lot of apes. And then we're going to finish it off with Game of Thrones talk. I finally got caught up. And then we're going to review the latest episode. Sounds about right, right? Uh, sure, whatever. Where else we go? I've got to say, I know I did a lot of bitching this week about how much I had to undertake. A lot of that was my fault. I get it. I jumped off the fucking Game of Thrones bandwagon. I never jumped onto the apes bandwagon. Uh, but I gotta say, there's some decent watches. And I was happy by, at the end of it. So, how about you? What? How much of the required watching did you do? I watched Jessica Jones and the New Apes. Uh, I'd already, se- I've already seen the other two, so I did not have time to watch them. Uh, I literally finished Jessica Jones an hour ago. Uh, I just got out of uh, Apes an hour ago. So. Yeah, I caught it this afternoon. It, it was like I said to you, terrible time. Had, oh yeah, man! I had twenty hours of shit I had to watch for today, so it's been a run. It's been a it's been a hell of a week, but decent all around. So cheers. Well, we're we're on the downward slope. We have like, are we three, though? Are we though? We have two I more think we seasons. have a couple like rough weeks, but I I know we're gonna get through them just fine. But yeah, I guess none of them are really as bad as this week was, just because I had to get all that all the other stuff caught up on. So yeah, and once once Defenders hits, we're done with the, these Netflix shows, and that saves seven hours a week there. So and then we can start maybe I don't know movies again or something. I don't know. Yeah, movies. I mean, we still have a huge list of great movies coming up, so. All we have to do is make it to September, and I'll be happy. So. What's September? I don't know. September? You don't get hyped for September? Not after 2001. <laughs> I love that you're wearing a Burger Bad Death shirt, too. <laughs> tight ship, tight ship. Uh, so we got a few things that, fuck it, speaking of the dead, uh, George Romero died two nights ago? Last night? Uh, last night, I think? Yeah, last night. So, rest in peace, George. Uh, I know you're a big fan, aren't you? Uh, uh mm, to a point. Uh. Um, considering all that he's done for indie filmmaking and everything like that. Well, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I respect what he did. With, like, the original Dead trilogy, um, I never wanted to see him do another one because that genre has surpassed what he put forward. And he was kind of, like, did you see Land of the Dead, the last one he yeah. did? It was awful. It was so heartbreaking. Was it Diary Was it Diary before that one? Oh, was Diary after? That one had found footage in it, right? I remember Diary being real bad. <laughs> Whatever. He did two, whichever one of the camera. Yeah, I remember sure Diary was the last or before land. Oof. Rough. Uh, so we got uh, Arnie's in the chat. So that's fun stuff. What's also, up, Arnie? Hannah's hanging around. Um, there's some news. Did you see any of the Black Panther or Infinity War stuff? Um, I saw some of the Infinity War. I didn't look at the Black Panther EW stuff. Um, 
Uh, I have no idea who the Black Order or anything like that is, so. Ah, uh, it's off. It's from Hickman's Avengers run, uh, the Infinity crossover. It's so good, so good. I'm I'm even more pumped. I figured it was just going to be an all-out Thanos fight, but I'm glad that there's a handful of other villains. So. Well, yeah, I am too. But like, did you like read the trailer descriptions that they showed it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, I'm of the mind that I think Infinity War, if it if they're able to pull all these disparate things together, is going to be awesome. But reading what happens in that trailer made me go, oh, yeah, they're going comic book crazy. <laughs> uh, they, they literally said there's a part where Thanos, like, breaks parts off a moon and throws it at the Avengers. That's what I want. That's all I want. I like, oh, all shit. They're, they're going crazy. And he only has, like, two of the gems. Like, it's going to be great. Although... What? The, the oh trailer. my god, I'm fucking... So, like, the first one's basically him collecting the gems, I'm, I'm assuming? I would imagine. They said it shows, like, him walking out of a portal onto Earth, and he has, like, two of the gems in the gauntlet, so... But he's got the... Yeah, he's got the right-hand gauntlet, right? The left gauntlet is... Well, it doesn't, but, I mean, there's a left gauntlet somewhere. What, is there? Oh, I guess yeah, I don't know Yeah, because I always remember the left one being the main one they showed, but... The one he grabbed from uh, Thor is the right-handed one, I believe. Uh, maybe they decided making him left-handed would just make him too evil and they had to draw it back. Those, people <laughs> those, those crazy-ass left-handers, that's what I'm saying. Uh, also, Doctor Who is a lady now. Yeah. Doctor Who interest. Uh, it... Like, it's cool that she's a woman. Like, I think that's really smart that they went that way. That's not what interests me back into Who. It's that Moffat's leaving. Like, that's what gets me being like, oh, maybe I can come back. Because, okay. <laughs> Wow, some real mixed feelings. I, I, I don't mind Moffat. I just haven't caught the last two Doctors, I believe. Um, yeah, those were Moffat's. The last two Doctors were Moffat's. And... So I have nothing to say about Moffat besides... Sherlock, and I think he's done amazing things for Sherlock, so. He didn't do it for Doctor Who, man. There's a part where I'm... (laughs) Alright, I'm glad that there's that separation and, like, Sherlock is great, but I mean, he kind of went on... I haven't seen season four yet of Sherlock, but... It's okay. Sherlock has some really good stuff, and it also has, like, one episode every season is just shit, and I don't want to watch it. Uh, it, it did a really smart job of weaving them all together that it, it starts out kind of weak, but by the end, that first episode is so strong because it's tightened together by the other two, so. But, like, they, uh, but, like, spoiler, they killed Moriarty, and that's fucking horseshit, and I don't care. Uh, to be fair, Moriarty is totally in season four, so. Oh, shit, maybe watch season four now. Dun, 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 dun. No, I hate that fucking song at this point. <laughs> but we'll totally do a Sherlock catch-up episode uh, in August after all this stuff, I suppose. Well, I, I should be done. Uh, she's She just watched season one, so we're working our way through it. Um, Wait a minute. She's in fucking chat talking about how great Sherlock is. She's only seen the first season. Yes, 
but that first shame season, and sh- sh- yeah, no, it's it's phenomenal. But the rest I of the seasons are great too. I may have to steal season three that he has and watch it, which I already Never. did, and it's at my house right now. Anyway, enough with Stephen Moffat being gone makes me more excited. Then it's a lady, but I do like it that it's a lady. Um, and I like her. I never watched Broadchurch, but she was in Attack the Block, and I love that movie. Nice. Right on, right on. Um, also, some Emmy noms. Uh, San, Junipero, San Junipero got a nod. I was awesome to see that. Uh, also, like, Strange, Stranger Things got, like, 18 or 19, and I was glad to see they got a lot of writing nods and shit like that. So I, I, don't, I don't care about that, I mean, it's, I listen when it's Stranger Things and Black Black Mirror. I want all of them. Well, they one them. It, they pick the only episode of Black Mirror that's not soul crushingly black and dark. oh yeah, one thousand percent. I mean, it is one of the darkest ones, but in like the lightest setting, I guess. Like yeah, I feel like it's one of the scariest ones. So. And it has like a a, uh, a a happy ending, which doesn't happen in that world. True, true, it's true. Uh, so good. Um, couple last things. Uh, the Frank Darabont lawsuit is just fucking getting all kinds of messy with The Walking Dead and AMC. What? Like, I completely forgot about that. That's how long ago this was. Yeah, yeah. I think it's five, four or five years at this point, but like. Uh, basically, Frank Darmont was on for the first season. He's the reason that first season was so good. I I will stake my claims on that. Um, is that first but good? Is it? The first half, for sure. Those first six episodes are so strong. That show is as bad as the comic, which is bad. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not jumping into that one. Uh, I definitely don't like the show anymore, but like... Uh, just to find out what he had gone through for that first season, like, he couldn't fucking put out a script for a full sequel, a full episode, he had to basically go scene by scene, and, like, uh, AMC devalued the brand, and, like, that's basically why he quit, um, but, yeah, he's been going at it since then. Yeah, but he was also a giant cock about it. Like you uh, read... Listen, if you get to Frank's status, I you're allowed to. Fuck Frank status. Come on now. Listen. What who has the best missed ending? Frank Darabont. Wait, he's just like Frank Darabont, master of making okay Stephen King adaptations. Here we go. Cheers to that, Frank. <laughs> Although I think he did write he he wrote Temple of Doom, maybe? He wrote some Indiana Jones shit. I think, I think it's Temple of Doom, which is horseshit. That movie's bad. <laughs> Whatever. That's the most iconic of the ones just because Melty Face. No. Melty Face is in the first one. I mean, yeah. But, okay, yeah. Second Temple of Doom. Nah, rips the hearts out. Hey, and yeah. Super racist short round. Super racist. Um, and the final bit is uh, Batman script is no longer at Flex, which I figured yeah. they would do, but man, it's got a suck to be Batman right now. Although, do you think I have got a like, movie to do and then he's fucking out. He's just, I, I feel Affleck's just like, whatever, I don't care at this point. Just, what do I contractually have to do? 
Yeah, he's going to rip the DCU to shreds as soon as he can. But and he's going to fulfill his obligations and be fucking out of there. Not to jump too far ahead to later on, but it's Matt Reeves who's writing and directing it, who just did the Apes movies that you saw. So that's a, it's a good sign, you know. I'll give you that. Uh, either way, it's not like we're not going to see it, so. I, I, who knows? Who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll just skip over this Batman. I can see it happening. I'm fine. I'm for it. Fuck these they people. got Justice League. Like, <laughs> and then it's kind of like, I'll check out Wedden's Batgirl, but otherwise I think I might be done. <laughs> like, this last movie ever gets made, I really don't care. Uh, I I believe, like, they're, all their chips are on Justice League. If Justice League does just fucking crap out, I could totally see them just doing a trilogy of Batman again and Oh, and they're going to throw money in a few years. Oh, yeah. They'll throw money at one. But Man of Steel 2? You got that to look forward to? Never going to happen. It's never going to happen. Absolutely is going to happen. I can't wait for that to absolutely happen. It won't, and I'll never see it in Superman. (laughs) Uh, So that's all we got for news, unless you had something else. I don't remember anything. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. Um, so, you want to get talking about Jessica Jones? Yeah, how'd you like the back half? Oh, listen. Fucking great. Before we start, can we talk about how amazing David Tennant is? We absolutely can. Um, I He did such an amazing job. Especially in the back half, like... We just barely got to see him in the first half, and like he was starting to get super creepy, and like takes it to a whole new level for that second half. Like whole new level, a whole goddamn new level. Like I haven't gone back and watched his run of Doctor Who since I've seen this. I think it might color things a little differently. Like I might just see him as real creeper. I mean, it leads into the second half with him killing a neighbor that has a crush on Jessica Jones, so, I mean, right off the bat, you're off to just a fucking run, uh, and, like, you don't find out that he's dead until Jessica Jones is just so fucking exhausted, comes in, just lays down next to his dead body, it was like, it's fucking blood everywhere, oh yeah, that's my neighbor, and it's fucking, yikes. Yeah, and then, you know... It's the the declaration of I, I I I'm not torturing you because you left me to die. It's because I love you, and he's just this warped fucking man. I mean, it's real sweet, real fucking sweet. Um, there was a lot of twists I didn't anticipate. Um, I guess I was basing it. Uh, I was kind of basing it on like they were just gonna get him and like it was gonna be over, but they kind of stretched capturing a capturing him into, like, the last three episodes and definitely didn't see his dad being part of it and, like, them all working towards building his powers up even more. That's the problem I have with this back half is that everything is so focused on Kilgrave. He's central to almost every point of the story that... It, it's just like build-ups to nothing. You know, they capture him and he escapes like three different times. You know, it was like 
episode after episode after episode, he escapes. And it just, it drives that narrative tension out when it does that. Uh, and, uh, but also, I thought it did a great job of making you feel a little bit for his character. Um, so no, he reached no. A little, like, just a sliver. Like, when you see he was tortured as a child. You're like, oh. Yeah, but they're and then, Yeah, I mean, that was a sh- another huge twist that it was like, oh, it was just a fucking uh, virus. And, like, that's still mind-boggling to me how his powers were a virus that keeps him alive, I guess, too, so. I think the only time you might have been able to grab any sympathy from him is the point when he literally talks about how he doesn't know if people are doing what he tells them to or, or what they want because he, he has to word everything so specifically. Like, you might see how that could drive someone crazy. But then you realize he was just kind of a spoiled twat since he was a kid and just got yeah. everything he wanted, you know? Yeah. Man, just fucking a wild ride. Uh, so you got the... You see Jessica Jones' uh, past life when she was living with her whole family. Um, and then it brings it to the new house in the next episode and she actually willfully, willingly goes to the house to see Kilgrave and, like, start to live with him and, like, tries turning him to good. And I think that was the point where I started to feel for him, like, she could steer that ship a little bit towards the good side and start, like, when he lets that family go and saves the day and then they get out the back door, like, that, like, a sliver. It's like, maybe you could be a good guy. Yeah, but then also in that episode, she lays it right out there, you know. Whatever you do good doesn't erase the bad you did. So, yeah. like, she, you know, it's he's not able to be saved. And also, it's because he's like a goddamn child. He doesn't understand, you know. Also, apparently, uh, Jessica Jones is baby driver. That fucking semi-crash, I was like, God damn it!" I was so pissed off and how her family had passed, I was like, no. God damn it, no. <laughs> if she just got tinnitus and had to wear an iPod all the time? I would have turned it off at that point. I was like, I'm not gonna, nope, I'm done with it. But, uh, the rest of the season turned out really awesome. Uh, the um, Chinese food. Oh, yeah, the, the, I think, uh, the biggest twist is probably in episode 11. When you realize that everything Luke is doing has been Kilgrave controlling him. Oh my god. And then their fucking fight was just intense as shit. Uh, like he reveals that he had mind control over him for a few extra hours. And like they just fucking got into it. Just tearing through a club. Beating the shit out of each other. And then the fucking way that fight ends. Like I don't want to say it. Because it ends... Like, the best way possible, and you're like, fuck. Like, literally, holy fuck, what just happened? Um, such a great fucking fight. And then, uh, at the end of the season, I feel, in the last episode, it loses some momentum, because all of a sudden, we throw Rosario back in, and she pops up, and... Uh, I knew she was coming along. Yeah, I mean, I knew she was going to be there at some point because I knew all the characters had met her 
Um, and like they waited till the last episode, and then finally, finally Claire. Uh, <laughs> I love the little back and forth they had for a second about uh, Kilgrave's name again, and it made me think of Guardians and Taserface. So like every time I see Kilgrave, I'm like Taserface. It's so good. It's a really good name, Kilgrave. I mean, <laughs> I take it. So. Taser face. Um, yeah, I fucking loved it. Uh, I think that was the holding number one spot for me. Oh, oh yeah. Um, what did you think about um, Simpsons arc throughout it? The cop? Oh. When he started doing drugs, uh, I figured like they were just gonna, they were done with this character. And he comes, keeps popping in Kind of the lulls in the rest of the stories, so necessary, but kind. Of, I I wish they would have been done with him as soon as he was taken to and started popping pills. Yeah, but once he starts popping pills, if you're a comics fan, you realize that's Nuke, and yeah, give me some reds. You get his American flag painted on his face. He fights Daredevil while Hell's Kitchen's burning. Right on. Um, so we'll probably be seeing him in future, maybe Defenders. Is there a se- second season of Jessica Jones coming? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, they announced uh, what this year we're getting Defenders and Punisher still. Yep. Next next year, I think is. I think it's Jessica, Daredevil, and Luke Cage next year. And then fucking, what's his name? Loris Tyrell's been running his mouth saying they're doing another Iron Fist. <laughs> uh, listen, all I wanted to have is fucking bandana. I think once he kicks on that bandana, we're good to go again. Yeah, because I can hide the stunt man underneath it. Well, yeah, it'll be a lot fucking cleaner than those goddamn messes of fights we got for that first season. I don't know. Um, totally what, I, I guess we'll we'll throw one big spoiler out there at the end. What do you think about them actually killing Kilgrave at the end? Uh, so the big thing, it, it feels like... I, I don't think he's dead. It feels like he's, the virus is going to reanimate him and bring him back. Or the I want him to come like, back as purple. Just full purple man purple. Full purple man? I want it so much. I totally want it. Especially since they... I fucking forgot. We He was using his uh, unborn fetus to fucking make himself stronger. And, like, there, there was kind of creepy in the first half of the season. And, like, they went full blown creep with the second half of the season. Well, it's like, there's stuff in that that's so uncomfortable, but, you know, like, like at the end But that made the, that made the the Superman next snap so, so, uh, worth it. Yeah, it wasn't just like, oh, I'm gonna burn these people with my eyes unless you kill me, Superman. No, it was like Jessica (laughs) had Yeah. So, good shit. Um... Yeah, I think okay. that's where it leads us. We're picking up Daredevil season two next one, right? Uh, yeah, first half of season two of the next. Um, 
I do have one last thing to say, though. In case you did not know, uh, Trinity's wife that she's trying to get the divorce from, that's Calamity Jane from Deadwood. Oh, yeah, I definitely knew that. Um, I was trying. I was trying to figure out where I placed her, and then I had to look it up like halfway. Uh, that fucking fight was something else. Oh, the thousand cuts thing. Yeah, yeah. Just a fucking. Oh yeah, this now you're seeing it, and just fucking slammed in the back of the head with a fucking fire extinguisher, or something like that. Oh, I remember. Yeah, smack the face. That's all I know. <laughs> So, uh, oh, on to apes. Oh, one last thing. I wondered if you could explain this to me. Isn't it a little over the top when Hope stabs herself in the neck just to get her to kill Kilgrave? Uh, well, I don't know. I, I mean, she's been doing nothing but thinking about killing her parents for, like, the last few months. And, like... I feel that's the harder part is like she just had all this built up guilt and finally hearing that she was the reason that Kilgrave, Kilgrave was basically still alive. Um, it seemed justified, but a little overdramatic, especially when and then people when, jump to get hung. And then when they're all getting interviewed by the police, like, we were just having a drink, and she stabbed herself, and they all have fucking rope burn <laughs> back. Good shit. Good fucking shit. No, overall, it's really good, and it, it's basically the performances that push it as high as it is. Like, Yeah, I every- feel like it, if they could have cut out a, a little bit and shortened it a couple episodes, but... Yeah, for sure. But I, I feel like... Once you get in that second half, anytime Tennant and Kristen Ritter are together, it's just, it ups the level of the episode. Like, they're so oh, yeah. good together. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, I was kind of disappointed that we didn't see Madame Gow or uh, any of the hand. I'm fucking like glad. That. I'm fucking glad. Huh? I'm glad. We <laughs> uh, That's fair. Oh, and okay. then I guess, uh, last, last take- takeaway point, um, does this give you interest in Luke Cage now that you've seen him be a You know, I'm kind of, I feel like I'm over Luke Cage right now just because I feel like he had such a big presence in Jones. Um, but does this pick up after uh, this season then? Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. I If he still had his barb, maybe that'd be more exciting, but... He hangs out at the barbershop. Oh, shit. Yeah, just like in that movie, Barbershop. (laughs) If there's old guys just talking shit about everybody that comes in and passes, I'm in. That's basically every time. Yeah, it is. I'm back back in full throttle. So, yeah, uh, Um, we're going back into Daredevil next. Um, I mean, I assume you know what's coming in season two. From, I have I mean, absolutely no idea. Really? Really? Okay. Cool. I'm real excited to start it. Because I still think Daredevil's the best, so I'm all in on that. Um, I've, I've, I remember I guess, you saying Daredevil was the best, and then I saw a few people saying Jessica Jones was, they enjoyed it better, so I well, went I into, into Jones. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh. I still enjoyed it a whole hell of a lot, but I think I really liked Daredevil just because, like, his 
the origin story of his, and then him, the the great fucking fight scenes. Like Jessica Jones still had good fight scenes, but Daredevil was on a different level. So I guess going into the first half of season two, what is it you expect and want? Uh, I just in for him just fucking going around kicking kicking ass. Is it an overarching <laughs> overarching season long uh, story again? Um, episodic. It's basically split in two. First half of the season, second half. Uh, apparently, Arnie says season two is so great, so I'm looking forward to it. Um, I still think season one's better. Nice. But we'll see, see in the replay. This, this is the great commentary I'm getting from everybody is like they have their particular seasons that they like and like none of them have been for the same reasons and none oh, of them have been I like the same say, season. I thought you were going to say none of them were for Iron Fist. Uh, whatever. I still think Iron Fist is if they would have had a little bit more time for that, like, I like what they tried doing with it. I mean, the look of it's real bad. It's, and only, actually, it's only because that's the first one you saw. If you had watched yeah, these and ones, it, it set the bar so low for these ones that, like, anything could be better than that. So, uh, I'm excited. Uh, into okay. apes. Fucking... Apes. Damn it. I'm upset with myself it took me this long to get into it. Every one of those fucking movies. Every one of those fucking movies was not what I I was expecting for any of them. Well, like, were you expecting, like, Tim Burton fucking Planet of the Apes? Just done with CGI? Uh, No, 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 no. Not anything like that. Like, just story-wise. It felt like these movies were, uh, played out like they were going to take this way, this path, but went in a completely different way. Like, I figured um, the eight, there would be... I always thought there were going to be two uh, rival uh, gangs of apes, like, fighting for control of something. And then it turns out, like, for that first one, they're kind of banding together in this terrible situation they're put in. Um, yes, Franco. <laughs> Immediately when I saw Faco, I was like, hey, you remember that last cameo he had in a great movie? Uh, you can come in it. Never forget. Great cameo. Burn alive. Crispy motherfuckers. But, uh, no, I think it's that they took those 60s movies and decided to make a prequel trilogy about what led into those, and they just made it really fascinating character pieces. Like yeah, this is yeah for sure. This is big budget summer tentpole movies over one fifty million dollar budget, and it's about characters. Like there's really hardly any action in those movies. Uh, the it's well, um, so the characters don't do a lot of speaking. So anything they do is the action for the scene, and like it takes on a different life because. There, it's a lot of uh, tension and um, moments that you have to like lead into something. I'm trying. I'm trying to find the words for it, but like the the ambience of the whole scenes and like 
just shitty situations that they kind of crawled their way out of. But I mean, like, even by the third film here, though, there you, you have humans speaking English, you have apes speaking English, plus doing their Dude, ape when language. He, when fine he language. started talking in the first the first movie, I was blown away, and like he was just yelling rudimentary shit, but like. At the end, when he fucking says Caesar's home, like, fucking full arm, just fucking goosebumps. It's like, shit. <laughs> and, like, and the progression. And then it's still, like, he's better in the second one, but it's broken. I was shocked in the third one. Like, he's pretty speaking fluent English, basically. Mm -hmm. Like, he doesn't have that, oh. that break between words. But, Jesus yeah, Christ. Like, I, I, I know everyone's saying it, but, like, Circus should get some side, some kind oh, of award. Absolutely, comedy. and um, when the, when I saw anything about these movies, it's always been a circus kind of discussion, and I didn't, I never put as much weight as I should have because he fucking, he is that fucking role. Like, uh, they did great technology of just aging him for each movie, and like, if. You feel the weight of all of this on him by that third fucking movie. Yeah, and I love that. Uh, spoilers for this movie. Uh, I, I, I really don't like. It's called War for the Planet of the Apes, but it's really about him on a revenge quest. You know, like it. it the the. Each movie stands on its own, and it's so great. Um, the first one, like, they're gaining their feet and trying to figure out how to live, or how to survive. The second one feels really like they're trying, they've gotten to a point where now they're fighting amongst each other to try and figure out who should be leader. Um, and then you have this great, like, it get, gets the dichotomy of the humanity just getting in the way at that point. And then this third one just kind of feels like they're hiding and then humans are fighting with each other, so. Yeah, and, and over the course of the three movies, you know, it's humans in the beginning of Apes, and then it's Ape and Human, and this is truly just, this is the Apes. Like, they've spent three movies to make a giant blockbuster summer movie where you want the Apes to kill all the humans. You know, like, we yeah. are the bad guys. Yeah, and uh, I think everything leading into the promos, like, I didn't watch any of them, but I caught a clip here and there, but um, it was, like, led to believe that they were going to have this standoff, and they just found themselves in an unfortunate situation, and, like... Well, what's great is, like, they were so smart. If you actually watch, like, the trailers, and you see, like, the big donkey ape, like, loading the machine gun, and they're doing this big war scene... It's humans yeah. fighting humans. It's us yeah. being destructive like we always are. And the apes are in a fucking... They're in an all-monkey-led ensemble of the Great Escape. They're trying to escape from this prison is all mm -hmm. they're doing. You know? And, like, the, the Koba moments were so great. Like, you can see war without seeing the other two. I firmly believe that. But I think having those other two just adds to the intensity and the, how great this movie actually can be with every, all the pieces put in place. Well, especially when you get to, like, the end. The end doesn't hold weight if you haven't seen the other two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, it's totally my favorite.
also Rocket. I got a second favorite Rocket character. <laughs> well, yeah, when he's all just like, I'm going to let this big, dumb gorilla beat the shit out of me so we can formulate our plan. You know, just gets the shit knocked out of him. And he's just like, okay, let's plan on how we're escaping. <laughs> it's great. So he fucking takes on the big fucking ape. And I was like, shit, get some Rocket. And then the just fucking uh, people all around him with guns. It's like, oh, you're not going to win this, but I... I admire what you did to get trapped, so. And, like, I I really like the idea that as the apes are evolving, the humans are devolving with yeah. this virus. I was just going to say it. Like, at the end of the movie, both main, char- main protagonists are exactly what they don't want to be. Uh, Caesar's able to escape his, but, like, Damn, that ended in the movie. Yeah, like, Caesar's able to escape it just because of how low Harrelson falls. Yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, it's like it's out of I pity, could, but, I mean, he couldn't have exacted revenge because it wouldn't have gotten anything. And plus, like, yeah, I do think you'd watch this third one, but I I would say at least see the second one first. Cause oh, yeah, yeah. They, they do so many callbacks to Koba, and, like, you don't get that if you haven't watched the second one. Koba's so good. Like, I guess if you go back to two, you have to have the first one because Co- the first one builds Kobas. And, like, you need all those pieces to get the rich story that was the third one. But it's it's weird that I know when in the very first show we did, we talked about Logan. That's when we first started talking. And it was this this Western feel to that movie. And I feel that in the first half of this one, when they're just riding horses to, like, desolate farm towns, like, fucking... And Caesar just shotguns a guy and fucking... Caesar just... You see a different side of Caesar, and it's completely justified, and, like... It's it's so worthwhile because he's kind of... I mean, he's broke. So he's just trying to get this revenge and, like... Fucking wants to leave that little girl. I was like, you know what? Good on you, Caesar. Good on you. <laughs> but I, I just think it's really smart the way they blend genres. And in the end, like we said, they make it a character piece. That's what these films are. And the characters happen to be monkeys. But with and fans- what we were saying earlier, since fucking this guy's writing the script for Batman now, like I'm actually very excited for Batman now. Yeah, you know what else he did, don't you? I I feel like I do, but I can't think of it. You love it. You I know you love it. Uh, he did Cloverfield. He did the first one. Oh yeah, absolutely. I thought that was JJ. JJ just produced it and put his name on it to get shit made. I mean, his uh, fucking name was all over it. So can you believe? Yeah, me? yeah, I fucking love it. Because I think what Star Trek was coming out. Yeah. Or was that before? No, uh, uh, it was leading into Star Trek, but... No, Star Trek had come out before that. I don't fucking know. I got... That's a long... That was like 10 years. <laughs> Either way, fucking Batman's in good hands. I just feel a little bad for Affleck because he signed up for everything and he's almost getting nothing. Well, whatever. Let him go. Uh, he can do the accountant, too. Could you imagine if we got Paycheck 2? 
and like everything other movie that I've he's done too. What? What? That's on the list. Nope. Good ass um, movie. <laughs> uh, what the fuck was it? Uh, no, but like, did you see um, Let the Right One In, the remake? It was a Swedish vampire film, got remade with Hit Girl and some other kid. Uh, no, but I want to. Oh, well, they're both, been meaning to. they're both really good, but Matt Reeves did that too. So, tons of confidence when he comes in, basically, from the sounds of it, gets creative control over Batman, scraps what script was in there, and everything he's talked about is it's it's going to be noir feeling, and it's going to be detective elements. And, like, it's just, it's what that character needs. We need to bring it back down. Well, yeah, I mean, you look at the last couple DCU movies and fucking Batman vs. Superman and just take Batman vs. Superman. They clearly uh, ended on very different waypoints that they started at. Uh, The storytelling is so muddied throughout that you never really grasp that. But it's so crisp and clean for these eight movies that, like, fuck yeah, I'm in for anything he does. Yeah, it's really, really, really good. And the, I, I, I'm a hundred percent sure it's Weta who's doing the CG, but it's so good. Like, oh yeah, those, like, so good. It felt like he should be a lot younger. Um, from everybody saying he did such a great job, but like. God damn, it just felt incredible, like, just to seeing his aging and, like, that fucking... The second movie where he's wearing war paint and shit, like, I thought he was gonna fucking throw some shit down and, like, he's just fucking out hunting for the survival and shit, and, like, this movie, like, he's got gray hairs and shit, it's like, damn. And listen, as much, if you haven't seen these movies and you hear us talking about character and it's not that actiony just know that in the second one there is a full-on scene of a hyper intelligent ape riding a horse with dual machine guns fucking mowing people down <laughs> into a fucking tank and then overtakes a tank like fucking great shit god damn and it. then and then it has that brilliant shot where the camera stays on the turret as it just spins around yes. that whole scene. Oh, these movies are so fucking good. Go fucking see them. I'm so I'm why, upset with myself I haven't seen it. You fucking see them. Well, so why didn't you see them, I guess? Uh, I think I just missed that first one by, like, a slim er- margin of error. And then I just didn't want to get caught up for the second one, but <sighs> kicking myself at this point. Yeah. Fuck, they're so good. So good. But I, I feel like we needed it for this episode, so I'm glad I had all this to catch up on. And, and I, I think it probably played really well to just watch them right back to back to back. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, they give the the what ha- the quick synopsis of, at the beginning of every movie, so like you're not behind, but like getting those character moments like too fucking good. In Maurice's progress from the whole fucking... Like, Maurice hasn't changed since the first one. And that is perfect how well he's played. Yeah. 
It, he's so good. Like, he's the heart of the film, you know? Oh, absolutely. And then that last scene, it's like, God damn it. No. Like, that uh, killed me. When he rolls the fucking tear, it's like... Let's <sighs> stop. It's good movie. But then also, go like... What? I'm going to give you five seconds if you want to see the Apes movie and you don't want it spoiled, okay? Five, four, three, two, one. Really? His son was riding on his back all the way through the desert and wasn't like, why is all this blood gushing out of your side? <laughs> totally understandable. He was just happy to have Papa back. Papa! That fucking Cornelius. <laughs> the wrong boy died. <laughs> Oh, man. I, I was so great that they kept all the continuity. Like, uh, fucking Caesar's birthmark. Uh, his first son comes back, and he's still got the fucking giant bear claw across his chest. Like, all fucking great. So good. So, so good. Now, get the hell out of here, because we're going to talk Game of Thrones. And, I feel like... Uh, Everyone watched it unless they were part of HBO Go, which crashed last night so hard. Uh, not surprising. I think uh, this is the strongest opening to any season they've had, which is indicative of all their fucking seasons. Like, it's the best since last season, so. Um, well, let's start with that. You quit during last season. Oh, fuck. I have no fucking idea what they were doing last season. All of last season's just a horrible train wreck. No. Like, I swear to Christ, getting through last season was so fucking hard to do. Even the battle, the Battle of Bastards, was alright. I'll give you alright, but there are fucking things in that, like, just so goddamn messy. Jesus no. Christ, season six. The whole point of season six is that they understand that show's messy, and they blow everyone up at the end to get all that extraneous stuff out of the way. Oh, man, they fucking needed to because, goddamn, what a fucking wreck. It, I left last season. Oh, okay. Season 10, we got dragons, and I was like, I'm fucking in. Give me all of the dragons all of the time. Um, we still haven't seen Ghost, which I'm so fucking upset about. I want Ghost more. Um... But that dragon fucking, those couple dragon scenes at the last episode, like, all right, let's get our shit together. Let's come back strong for season seven. But do you think, do you think they did? Uh, yeah, they figured a lot of shit out. And the only reason season six was such a train wreck is because season seven started out fucking strong as hell. Every gripe I had about last season, they just fucking like, okay, we listen this isn't a complaint at all this episode was 100 percent every episode of game of thrones like it's all the same no way no yeah. way yeah season six is so bad at storytelling like you literally have two people in front of the camera for many scenes and like barely anything's happening so it's just fucking talking heads a lot of the scenes well like literally you got an echo. Ian, I think that's you. Is it you, Ian? <laughs> Get it together. Did you fall asleep again? <laughs> All right, echo's gone. Um, continue. Uh, no, uh, literally, 
90% of the scenes in this premiere are just people talking exposition. Yes, yes, but they had breathing moments. They gave a lot. They did a lot more showing than telling. Even when fucking Daenerys is walking up to the goddamn... In the castle, they stopped fucking Grey Worm from breaking that moment. Like, That's they the gave one, those fucking moments. That's the one time. Like, no literally, way. Her literally walking have, up to the castle, like, fucking... Even when no, Sansa... Even when Sansa and fucking Jon Snow are standing just fucking overlooking the courtyard, you're still seeing shit happening in the courtyard where that shit was not present in season six. Could we just take one second, one brief second, to say we both liked the episode, yet we're yelling at each other about it? Tune in. Uh, No, because we're yelling about how bad season six was. You really liked it. I was like, fuck that shit. Season six was better than... Five for sure, one hundred percent. No, no, season six was terrible. Season six was awful. You get the fucking brand episode in the middle of the goddamn season. You can't tell me if they broke those three sections and spread them along season six, that would have been so much better because you don't see Bran again till the end of episode ten, and it's so Good. fucking bad storytelling. Like if you spread that those four parts. Among here's the, the problem with ten episodes, it's that they don't give a shit about the timeline. That's why you get that's very apparent. Game. But that's why like, it got so wrecked because that one episode was very was. You just gotta look at it non-linearly. Like the scenes, just because it cuts from this scene to this scene doesn't mean they're happening at the same time. You just gotta understand the chronology in your head. Yes, but that would have fixed that problem a lot if they would have broken that over. Yes, it was, because that timeline is a big sticking point. Fucking wound wounds coming, killing people and getting shot to death with arrows. Ramsey Bolton gets eaten by dogs. It's fucking... Yeah. Littlefinger rolls in being a super creep. Uh, yeah, but you also have a three-minute fucking scene, or part of that scene where Jon Snow's just under people, and they're, I don't even know what they were doing with that camera, but it's just a fucking mess. No, that they're like was... like, over top of them, they're fucking down below them, like, over, just fucking bad camera angles and all that. No, kind of that, that, that was to get you feeling claustrophobic. It works entirely. It works. That absolutely does not work. It's like, no. well, you can like, pick up the camera. No. I it's okay. I was like, knock it off. Get up. No, you just don't understand. I was like, ugh. Ugh. Uh, no, fuck that scene. No, it's fine. Fuck No, it's fine. You hold some weird fucking grudge against a season no, that's actually... It's timeline issues. That's why I fucking have a problem with Batman Rises. It's because it fucking doesn't work. Nothing wrong with that goddamn movie either. Batman Rises is all fucking awful. Oh god, my god. Damn it. Oh, I'm going to smash your face. It's not. It's not. It's real bad. It's like, oh, yeah, that shit happened like three months ago, but whatever. You you just know that. You inherently know that because obviously he's walking and he wasn't walking two minutes ago. Fuck that shit. You're going to hate next week, you know that, right? Why's that? Well, have you, have you heard any... Well, Subplot before we get back to Game of Thrones. Have you heard anything about Dunkirk yet? Oh, no. No. 
Uh, yeah. It it jumps between three God seven. Damn it! Life. This is what I'm saying. No one's a piece of shit director. No, oh my God, you're so wrong. Now I can't wait for Dunkirk because now I'm gonna just fucking fuck you, Nolan. You stupid, stupid face. To this next is week where we listen. Listen, tune in for next week because me and Luke are gonna tear each other apart. I know it. I'm gonna hate that fucking. I'm trying everything I can to like that movie. But if he does stupid time jump shit like this, I'm gonna fucking tear it apart. That shit. Just so you know, I'm just gonna tell you. The land sequence takes place over one week. The sea sequence takes place over one day, and the air the air fight takes place over one hour, and it cuts between all three of them. So it's jumping between times like that. Oh, <sighs> what a piece of shit, director. <laughs> oh my god, you're so. Oh, I fucking hate you so much. Listen, I want. I want, I fucking want to love Nolan. He gave me one of my favorite movies, Memento. But since then, it's been a fucking downward spiral. What are you talking about? The Prestige is a Prestige, Inception, great fucking movies. They're better than Memento. No way. I I love Memento. Memento. Memento probably does that fucking weird time jump shit too. But does it smart because just jumbled pieces that no. pieces of puzzle. Memento has two separate timelines going like this that means yeah. the middle. Yeah. He is, Nolan has done nothing but play with time in his movies. The everyone. You know what? Now, I bet you Dunkirk makes me hate Memento. I've, <sighs> I hate Whatever. I'm so We're tabling Nolan until next week. Go Game back to the Nolan fight. Uh, this episode, fucking great. That opening scene, great. Fucking dope that as hell. That opening scene is me, the, God, I had your fucking argument now, is where I feel like the, that, <sighs> like, I feel the writers had that line, you know, like, tell people North the North remembers and winter came for the phrase. And they're like, well, what what are we gonna do now? Oh, well, let's re- let's write this scene. There's no tension to that. We saw it. <laughs> we know it's Arya. Uh, no when it poison. started, now nah, when it started, I was like, oh, maybe they're doing like a a scene before uh, Frey gets killed, and like he starts his fucking dialogue, and I was like, oh, shit, that's Arya, and shit, people are about to fucking die. How? Oh yeah, everybody's poisoned. I got gotcha. you. And I'm I'm not. I'm not gonna concede any points to you here, but like, when 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 she was in Bravos, did she really ever learn any of this shit and become a faceless I, man? I'm totally with you. I listen. I watched the last half of last season right before this goddamn episode. I'm like, nobody fucking taught her how to peel faces off. It's like she peeled that one chick's face off, and that's it. Yeah. All of a sudden, she's just fucking. She's Tom Cruise. She's fucking Ethan Hunt just ripping Matt. Uh, real hmm, something, something for sure. Well, well, while we're talking about Arya, we can swing into the big social media stink of Ed Sheeran being in this episode. 
is this the only episode he's going to be in? I'm sure she's going to fucking cut his face off just because of the fucking ratings. <laughs> but Maybe. I mean, won't I they know. still realize she's a chick? Oh, God, like, I, as far as <laughs> I know, the whole point was like that Maisie Williams is just a big fan of his and they've been working to get him a cameo forever. That's all it was. That makes that makes me hate that scene a lot. Huh? Ugh. What shit writers? Because <laughs> that scene does what it needs to. And it yeah. takes a character who has nothing but hard edges at this point and shows that she saw some humanity. She gets to sit around normal people and talk about home and drink a little and have a laugh. And it's fine. It's not just her being like, I'm going to kill this person and I'm going to be beat every time you see me, which has been the past four seasons. Uh, we got some in the discussion. Desaria is like, uh, they're saying that they actually thought Ed did a great thing, and I was like, nah, all he did was sing and just be an asshole. <laughs> well, like, you, it was very telling in me realizing that, like, anyone can be a fucking superstar, because that motherfucker looks weird. He's gingery, <laughs> one of his eyes is going one way, and... <laughs> oh, man. Oh, I like this. I like this discussion now. Let's just tear it up. Um, also, the fucking ships that uh, what's his name have look fucking like battleships compared to whatever they stole. That main ship. Which ship? What are we talking about? Uh, the uncle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the that iron like man. He's gonna go after the dragon horn and all that shit. That's never going to happen, because they've condensed so much. <laughs> uh, what else? We had scenes at um, Winterfell. Fucking Lady well, Marmot fucking stood up and just talked shit to everybody. That was great. That little woman is just so full of sass. I love it. Dude, I just want her in every scene. Like, I just love she just pops in. She's like, hey, fuck you guys. Well, like, and then walks off. You know, everyone's been like, uh, I think I'd be happy, like, if Tyrion ended up on the Iron Throne. Like, I want fucking Mormon on there. Just fucking, just, no Dude, shit listen, taken. I'll leave the charge. I'll leave that fucking charge. I'll kill all of everybody. Just that she gets thrown. Has a nice bear next to her? God, that'd be awesome as shit. Um, and, uh, you find out that Jorah's, like, all fucking dragon scaled up, hanging out in Cell. Uh, yeah, I think they kind of blew their load. I think everything that was in the trailer was in this first episode. I didn't even watch the trailer, so... I, I caught clips of it, and I like I knew the hand came out. Um, I'm trying to think what the other scenes well, were, but... Well, all I'm uh, saying is that... shows up the castle. That means that Jorah made it from Essos all the way to Old Town before Danny made it to fucking Dragonstone. Yeah, timing issues. That's what made season six shit. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think of what else happened. Uh, uh, there's the giant zombies now? Dude. Fucking, I was so excited when they showed up. Just um, fucking... So I guess... See, that was great, too. Like, nothing was said, but they just panned over this fucking... And gave us the fucking giants. See, there was so much better scenes than last fucking... 
Um, I guess I, I don't know if it'll be spoilers for the show or for the books. Um, so the, the Army of the Dead, they're all whites, right? Um, and it's racist, but yeah. Uh, at the premiere, um, they were talking to fucking Railroad Martin himself, fucking the conductor of this whole train, and, uh, he was, he basically was starting to talk about, uh, Barak Dondarian, who has come back into the show in this episode, and straight up said he's a fire white. God damn it. I don't like that at all. I just... But if you think about it, the Night King takes the dead and raises them as ice whites. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Totally Thoros makes sense. Then... Totally hate it. <laughs> but what does that mean for John? Is John a white then? Because he was also raised by the Lord of Light from death. Yeah. Yeah, so he's uh, basically betraying his king maybe uh, who knows there's some gray area in there <laughs> but ghost still hasn't fucking shown up it's bullshit fuck ghost listen listen i'm able to do that to you don't fucking bring ghost into the shit ghost is fantastic and i love him what uh, in the the trailer for next episode i did see a dire wolf <laughs> fucking nymira i swear to christ if they fucking bring her on the killer this discussion is going to take a really bad turn. <laughs> I can't handle it. We saw one more fucking wolf head. A fucking Rickards. I fucking... I guess that was last season, but, like, I can't handle it. I want those dire wolves. Uh, so, I mean, like, it's a good episode. But it's also, like, what I didn't think they would do. I thought they were going to kind of, like, hit the gas a little. Maybe move things a little faster. But this was still just table setting. <sighs> and that's what is going to happen. It's going to be the end of the season. Like, they're just going to fucking crash through shit because they took no. too fucking long with these little itty no. bits. By the end of this season, everything with the Iron Throne is going to be done. And next season is going to be all about the war in the North against the Army really? of the Dead. I think so. Sure? I think, I'm calling it right now, Cersei dies by the end of the season. Um... I can see that happening about halfway. I think they're really going to get to the Night King by the mid-season. No, I don't. But we only I have think... eight eight episodes, so one's no, down. I think, at best, we're going to get... The end of the season is going to be the Army of the Dead getting over the wall. They're not going any further than that this season. Because um, they, they need to resolve all No, because all I know the... they're... Go oh, I forgot. That part is from the trailers where they're... Uh, What's his name is up north? Clegane. The Hound. Up north. Yeah, they're heading north right now. Um, but yeah, no, I think they need to resolve everything in Westeros before they start focusing on that final battle. So you think it's basically going to be fucking uh, Cersei and Daenerys stand up or battle? Yeah, it's so going to be part, portion of the season. It's it's going to be there's going to be an alliance between Danny and the North. Because John wants that dragon glass she has, and it's going to be them taking out the Lannisters and the it Iron. It felt really weird that there was so much talk about uh, marriage. So I, 
It would surprise me if John and Daenerys don't get married. Um, I don't know where they're going to go with it. Because I don't think Danny's going to marry. I think she's that kind of one who's like... I think that cuts her power and like of her being this strong, central woman character, just like Cersei. Cersei, I don't think they're going to remarry either. Because yeah. it, it's showing that in the end, it's these... And which sucks is that it's these women coming in and trying to control this world and run it and be rulers. And the man who knows everything is John up in the north who knows that the real battle's up there. See, and I, I was a little disappointed that John took the mantle of uh, Winterfell because, like, everything else was leading to women leading the charge. And I figured uh, Sansa would take the mantle, so. Well, I think by the end of the season, she's going to have a lot more. I love I love that little bit where she's so smart. She's like, listen, I loved my father and our brother, but they were fucking idiots, and they were naive, and you can't be that. Because yeah. John is showing that. He has that bit of it, you know? Yeah, for sure. Um, also, the poster showed off a dead dragon, and that's all I want to get to. I want all of the dead dragons. I don't want any dragons. I want... The last season to just be eight people in a fucking court <laughs> trying to escape. Just objection. No, object you, objection. No, and I listen, want all of the dragons. Like, like I've, I've seen the show, and I usually have a pretty good grasp on what's happening. And even with the fucking previously on recap, I did not get that those were the dead people in that house that Clegane basically left for dead in season four. Oh yeah. If they wouldn't have shown it off, um, in the talking about section of the episode, I was like, Oh my, I guess he just ran across them. So yeah. Cause I was like, why? When he's like, we don't want to go in this house. There's no one there. We shouldn't go. I was like, the fuck's he so what's going on with this house? And I was like, <laughs> I was like, Oh yeah. shit. That stuff that happened three years ago. But I love that. I still don't buy the whole thing him looking into the fire as much as he hates fire. Oh, I 100% buy it. I, I love all of that scenes where he's just hanging around these people who he's someone who just fucking hates religion and he hates these people and thinks they're fucking idiots. But he's seen too much at this point and even looks in the fire and sees the army of the dead. Like, Listen, it's great. Two things I want is more dragons Fucking Direwolves and fucking Clegane Bowl. I think that's probably going to be around episode seven. They'll make it back I to want, King's Landing. I, there's not Clegane's not going back to King's Landing. That's what they're doing. They're going to get a White Walker to take back to the, the Red Keep. There's no way they're getting there and coming back in time. Uh, I think probably third seat, third episode. We're going to have Bran, uh, him. Coming across the wall, it's going to start splitting and melting and breaking, probably just shattering explosion. No, but um, you're going to see White Walkers come through. No, I... What is it? They always do the last episode before the end of the season. It's always the big battle, right? That's what I think. I think we're working up to the big battle of the Clegane Bowl. No, big battle is going to be the White Walkers fighting the Wildlings at the sea with the, with the Brotherhood with no banners. Up there with them. And well, then, I could see that being part of it, but I think we're going to have the Daenerys-Cersei standoff about episode six. And then that's going to lead to Clegane Bowl. There's not going to be the Clegane Bowl. It's not. 
That the mountain is eaten by a dragon. The mountain is going down to a dragon. He's no gonna way. Fucking, he's McConaughey in it. He's jumping at that dragon. <laughs> Listen, if he rides that dead dragon, I'm totally about it. But no, I I honestly don't think till the end of the season before the White Walkers get past the wall. Um, uh, but, everything this episode looked like it was uh, leading towards uh, King's Landing. Even Arya's headed that way. She made a note of saying it three or three times or so. It is. There's there's no way that this season, like I said, this season's going to be wrapping up all the King's Landing shit so we can focus north. I think Cersei's going to die. I think Arya's probably going to be the one to take her out. And Dan, uh, I think Jamie's gonna take her. And there is that point where, like, you saw him look at her a couple times this episode. Where it's like, am I gonna have to kill another monarch? Is this gonna be my? Yeah, fucking- but the, the prophecy always says that she dies to the hand of her younger brother, which both of her brothers are younger. Which is Tyrion. If well, anyone- no, because her well, her brother, her other uh, Jamie is like ten seconds shy of being her younger brother. But but I'm saying if if they. If that falls through. But she said, I thought the prophecy was that she was going to lose everything to someone younger and more beautiful than her, which is Danny. That's fair. Uh, I could see them, I could see them standing off and like Cersei trying to kill Tyrion and Jamie coming and stabbing her in the back. I don't know. Either way, if Danny's she goes on crazy with wildfire because I'm sure there's still wildfire stockpiles and she's going to get fucking at King crazy. Is there? I'm surprised King's Landing isn't still burning from how much fucking wildfire they poured under the sept. True, it's true. Ah, it was a good episode, though. It I was. Like how it's, it, it fixed every, all the problems I had with last season. Those stupid time issues. So. Yeah. yeah. What do you... Man, I, but I swear to you, if they kill Namir, I'm going to fucking be irate to the max. Listen, at this point, I'm only going to be upset if they kill Lady Mormont, Sir Davos, and Tyrion. Everyone else, I'm kind of cool with them going. Oh, that's what I wanted to say is, yeah, I'm totally, I'm in the camp that wants Sir Davos to be on the Iron Throne. <laughs> That'll never happen. He, be, I think he'll, he, he, he makes man. way more sense than Tyrion. I don't know. Nah, I just don't think anybody wants it, and he just doesn't really... <sighs> but fucking Baratheon's still out there. Little Baratheon. Danny wants it so bad. Yeah, what if fucking What's-His-Face shows up? That's Get what I to... think. I think he's probably gonna join up with somebody that leads the charge. And, like, everybody's gonna be like, I don't want fucking that. He's like, fuck it, I'll take it with my bull helmet. I don't give a fuck. Well, I'm gonna... Maybe Hot Pie will come back. Uh, I thought they were going to show him off when they had the Padraig and uh, Brienne fucking around. When Tormund was yes, giving her the eyebrows? Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, so good. So fucking good. Uh, she, she runs into fucking uh, Jamie. Was that last? No, that was this season. No, last season when she runs into Jamie and she's like, come back with me. And he's like, no, fucking no. I'll be with my sister because that's being weird. And then he gets back and Dorman's like, "What's going on, eh?" 
Uh, I fanfic that so much. Everyone did, Danny. Uh, fucking Torment's just throwing them eyebrows all over, man. He's doing some exceptional acting uh, with them eyebrows. Uh, so good. So, uh, that wraps it up for Game of Thrones, I believe. Yeah. Do you have anything else? Uh, nope. Uh, just get into the next week, I guess. Um, so next week, are we going to be leading with Game of Thrones then, like we did with, uh, I think American Gods? No, I think we should do it this way. We'll do Season okay. 2, Daredevil, the movies, okay. and then end with Game of Thrones. That way, if anyone wants to talk about Game of Thrones, they can come in halfway through the episode and catch it, or whatever. That makes sense. Um, um, so we're watching the first, or the second season of Daredevil, first half. Yeah, first six, six episodes. Yep. Okay. Um, <laughs> the new episode of Game of Thrones. Yep. And then we're going to watch uh, Valerian and Dunkirk. Yep. And then I'm I'm going to come back with some indie flicks. Flicks, so. I don't know. Hold on. Yeah, I think that'll be enough for next week. Um, I'm excited yep. for our fucking shout about fucking Nolan being a terrible I'm going to fucking murder you next week. Then. <laughs> next week. We'll see for sure. Tune in next week. We'll all, watch Daredevil. All I'm saying is once, once we get past all the fucking Defender shows that's taken up fucking six to seven hours a week of what we have to watch, we should do like once a month, we should do like uh, a director's like fucking corner, an episode on a director, and we just watch their entire filmography. And you'll love Nolan again. <laughs> don't do this to me. <laughs> don't, don't. I can't. I already have anxiety issues thinking I'll have to watch more Nolan after this. Like, I hope this movie puts the co- nail in that coffin. I just never utter his name ever again. One of the best filmmakers working today. Fuck that piece of shit. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, I think. I think running into October, though, we're going to be doing some... We might live stream some watching some horror movies and shit. Fuck um, yeah. We've, we've been talking about it, and I'm such a scaredy cat. Everybody wants to see that, so yay. And shit. <laughs> Serbian film. We're going to find it. We're definitely not watching Serbian film. No. Um, so yeah, next season, next week is first six episodes of Daredevil season two, uh, Dunkirk, Valerian, and the new episode of Game of Thrones. Yeah, it'll be a good time. That's it. That's all I got. Leave us. See you next Go week. You ready for Nightmare to die? <sighs> I swear to fucking Christ. It's going to be a lot of yelling. I can already feel it. There's going to be a lot of yelling next episode. So, cheers. Come back for yelling. (laughs) (sighs) 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 (sighs)